Maddie of Rootin' Tootin' 4. Wow. But while you're milking your hangover, you might as well tune into episode 97 of Three Fans in a Pod on this July the 5th. 5th? Yeah. The only place where you can <laughs> get all your wrestling news from Three Fans. Next year, July 4th, we'll actually be on Friday, I'm pretty sure. Hey! Yeah. Yeah. Merka Day. Merka Day. One, two, three, four. Merka. <laughs> there are so many ones. But if I had to choose one. I had to choose only one. Please <laughs> take the water in the glass. Oh my god. I fucking love Chappelle. <laughs> Jesus. Oh well, we have got some wrestling news we gotta get through, and then we are going to do a, another discussion of Wrong Smackdown this week. Next year, July 4th is on a Saturday because next year is a leap year. Oh, okay. I knew what? it was just like getting on the. Everything. I, I thought it was gonna. I knew we were getting close to one. My grandmother is born on leap year, so she's really only, or leap day, so she's yeah. really only like 19. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my best friend's mom. My well, best friend's is. mom is my former wife. So, like, she's a leap day baby, too. I would, I would assume you that. just celebrate on the 28th. Uh, like, your birthday's just not there sometimes? Like, that's weird. <laughs> like, Every four years, <laughs> yeah, you my, get a birthday. Yeah, like, well, yeah my friend Ashley's mom, she'll be 18 next year. Honestly, I think, like, <laughs> parentheses, 72. But I, <laughs> I feel like they should just not get a birthday. Like, it should I just feel be like, like you should magical powers. <laughs> I'm immortal! <laughs> like, but so they just stay go, old forever. Like, they reach a certain level of old, and then they're just like, I have the utility of a 19 year old. You go from gray to white. <laughs> Like fucking candle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, that's what I wish we Wrestling. We should probably talk about that. Yeah. Uh, but before it's we get so into I'm kidding. Some weeks it feels like. <laughs> this is true. But before we get into the news and the, the Rawls and the Smackdowns, uh, ladies, what are we drinking this evening? <laughs> well, as your reigning queen, with not one, not two, but three motherfucking belts. I'm gonna shave your head in your sleep. Oh my god. <laughs> you have no idea how pissed that would be. But I leave it there so when you woke up, it'll be like all your It's just like, fu- that's fucked up. That's even worse. <laughs> like, goddamn. That's ridiculous. I'll just get you really drunk one night and then shave your head while you're sleeping and be like, you got really drunk and you just shaved your head last night. Good, good luck being that drunk. <laughs> we were like, Brittany, no. I always, I always throw up before I get that drunk. Willy Wonka. I was like, no, don't. No, don't. Well, either way, I'm drinking coffee because I'm sleepy. Drinking iced coffee. It's hot. Because you sleep that much. Drinking coffee. <laughs> you know who I am. I'm not even gonna not even gonna do it. I'm drinking a uh, Roman Coke out of a giant Sonic cup. Because <laughs> that's where the Coke part came from. Uh, well I will do my spiel because I'm cool like that. It's me, the Carnic Katie, the Killer Coke, coolest cat always sitting at the fucking table. And I'm drinking a Sierra Nevada sampler pack, but this particular one I have is a tropical torpedo. It's a tropical IPA. I feel like I dropped the middle of the word torpedo. <laughs> torpedo. Torpedo. <laughs> I feel like that's what I said. And a shot of absolute vodka, because me and Deb dastardly tried to make American cocktails last night, and they didn't go very well, so now we're just stuck with this vodka. It's a big bottle of vodka. You're here. <laughs> yeah, why'd you guys get just a big bottle? Ooh, of 1.75 so, liters. 
of cola. Was it a deal? No. Well, I mean, actually, it's pretty cheap. It was only like 20 bucks. At the absolute? Damn. It might have been like like 24, but it was pretty cheap. That is pretty cheap for a a big bottle. I worked yesterday and Total Mind was open, so I had to stop at the liquor store after working open to close. And I just grabbed the fruit of this. I asked if that's really was like, what kind of vodka do you want? And he said, absolute. It was like the first bottle of absolute. I saw it. I was like, that one. <laughs> You're going home. <laughs> You're the lucky winner. <laughs> You're going with me. Reminds me of um, Sausage Party. Oh, they're God. all going to get kicked. Right. That's such a weird movie. movie is just so, disturbing on a lot of levels. It's so it uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. Watching on that part because we were living with my parents at that point. That was, like, oh my that God. was the worst thing. I was like, I want to turn. He it was off. like, so uh, what's uh, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> you were embarrassed because you're an adult, but at the same time, you're like, Ugh. yeah, it's just awkward. I feel, I even by myself, I felt weird watching it. Like, should I watch this? <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Like, I need an adult. I need an adult here. <laughs> I feel violated. It was like that one time. Oh, I forget the name of that. I had Ryan. The voice? No. I don't know if it was him, though. I feel like it's either Ryan Reynolds or the guy that I always mistake Ryan Reynolds for sometimes. Not Ryan Reynolds, though. I don't know. Shit. It's the movie where he has sex with girls, and then every time he has sex with a girl, like, after that, they, like, find, like... Good luck, Chuck. Good luck, Chuck. Is that right? Dean Cook. I knew it wasn't Ryan Reynolds, and yes, I do for some reason sometimes mix them up. And I think That's weird. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> so, like, it's also a thing with um, Nicole Kidman and the other person. <laughs> like how you can only remember Reese Witherspoon. I don't know. But yeah, that movie, um, I was watching it one time. I don't know why this seemed like a good idea, but I feel like we had, the previews were misleading because even when I remember sitting in the theater watching it with my friend and her sister, who's even younger than us, and then my grandfather. Yeah, there's a particular scene, and there's several, but the first one was when it just, like, started showing all these scenes of him fucking girls and just put them all up on the screen, because there was, like, so many <laughs> tiny little boxes of people having sex, and it was like, oh, I'm going to leave so bad. Like, me and my just looking at each other like, ah, and I don't know why we went. I feel like they didn't make it seem like that in the previews. Mm-hmm. But it was going to be that raunchy. So we're like, yeah. oh, it's like a romantic comedy. And I feel like I was like maybe 12 or 13, you know, <laughs> that age where I was like, you know, oh, it's cute yeah, or whatever. And Dane Cook. Not Ryan Reynolds. I knew it wasn't Ryan Reynolds. I'm like, it's not. But who's the other guy that's in waiting? Because <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think that's the movie that... It's more forgivable when you leave them back to waiting. I that's true. I feel like that's why I always, I don't know, it's the names. It's not the faces. Like, I know that they're different people, but I'm like, and I know, right, but that's why I don't know why. No, there will be no bacon on that sandwich. No, sir. <laughs> what the fuck did I do to you? <laughs> I love that movie. I, I don't know the reason movie. why I don't send anything back to the restaurant. I'm like, no, no. I've seen it happen. When I used to work in a restaurant. When I worked in a restaurant, like, we, we didn't do that, but we, me and my friend, you know, that worked there. We used to quote that movie. Oh, so. oh yeah. I don't tell that. Yeah. All the time. That he used to, like, he's, oh, yes, he used to sing the shenanigans song. Welcome to shenanigans. <laughs> Come and eat here, because Brittany works here. <laughs> all the time. All the time. 
But anyways, uh, so uh, wrestling news, a um, couple of things. Uh, first and foremost, Firefest happened. Yeah. And it was interesting. Um, I feel like a lot of people aren't necessarily talking shit, but there were a couple of things. Um, so I thought it was a decent little thing. Uh, I mean, it really is like a gaming slash wrestling thingy, Bob. Mm-hmm. But, uh, they're also doing a play on the, the fire festival. Yeah. That went terribly wrong. That's oh. why the fighter was filled with a Y. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Oh. oh. So they had, like, a whole storyline that was a parody of that whole fire festival thing, like, throughout <laughs> the entire show that was pretty funny. Um, but, I mean, it wasn't as good as a... Shit. Double or nothing. Double or nothing. Um, but it was still entertaining. It was still better than stopping grounds. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, but just a couple of highlights from that. Um, one of the big things that people were talking about, a lot of people had complaints about, was um, so Cody Rhodes actually fights Darby Allen, mm. and possibly one of the better matches of the night. It was really, really good. Um, but after the match, uh, Sean Spears, aka Ty Dillinger, comes into the ring and just fucking. Hey, what do you got? Cracks the shit out of Cody Rhodes' head with yes. a chair. It's unprotected it's chair shot. Yeah. And it was planned. At least that's what the reports have said coming out afterwards. But And the chair was supposed to be gimmicked so that, you know, it wasn't supposed to hurt. But apparently when he hit Cody, it, like, wrapped around his head. <laughs> and the actual real part of the chair wrapped around and cracked him in the back of the head. And that's why it split the back of his head open. Yeah. He bled so much. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And they had the people out there, like, escorting him to the back. And I was like... Was it 10 or 12 stitches? I think it was 12 stitches or staples, something like that. That's ridiculous. But he did have a concussion and stuff like that, but a lot of people are giving him flack for that. And first off, I just would like to say that things in wrestling go wrong. Yeah. Should you maybe have done an unprotected chair shot, which basically just means that Cody's arms are down by his sides, he's not doing that. Yeah, there's no buffer. Yeah, he fucking took the full brunt of that chair shot. Yeah. Maybe you don't do that, but at the same time, both guys knew what was going to happen. Not yeah. the and they were willing to do it, so it's not like it was a surprise. Yeah, it's not like he literally mm-hmm. just actually ran out there with a chair and was like, fuck you, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been awful. Um, another really good match, my favorite match of the night, was um, it's Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, and they came out yeah. as uh, Street Fighter characters. It was <laughs> so good. And then um, the Lucha Brothers, which are... Uh, Pentagon and uh, fucking Phoenix, and their mystery partner was the, the Laredo Kid, and it was so good. It was so good. And then, um, obviously, one of the matches everyone was looking forward to was John Moxley versus Joey Janela, and it was a pretty interesting hardcore match. As I feel like a lot of people were saying, it wasn't super over the top, but I think it was. There was like thumbtacks and all kinds of shit, and they were pulling out like boards of barbed wire. Good God. Where is <laughs> that? Just like slamming people Just in case board. you needed a board and barbed wire. They, were, they each individually <laughs> had like their own board of barbed wire that they pulled out. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I feel like this, this is weird. We just bring our own. But one of the things that really got to me was um, Moxley really? at one point takes off Joey Janela's boot and then a sock and fucking just slams his foot down on the tags. Oh. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) no. 
Uh, but uh, Moxley does end up getting the win, and then afterwards, Kenny Omega actually comes out and attacks him. Yeah. So they're definitely getting ready to go into some sort of thing of them. But uh, yeah. I thought it was really good. I don't think it was as good as Double or Nothing, but it wasn't bad. Also, a lot of people are getting angry because um, apparently the commentary team said the word Oriental. Oh, uh, but... Um, one of the Chinese wrestlers, if not a couple of them, are actually from a wrestling company called Oriental Wrestling Entertainment, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure was in the context that he said it. I don't think he was just like, oh, that Oriental fella. Because <laughs> that would have yeah. been like, whoa! <laughs> Someone probably would have been like, whoa! <laughs> and on that note, we're going to cut to commercial. <laughs> if that were right. Right. Hopefully we'll be back. <laughs> Also, one of the more interesting things that happened during this is that one of the matches, I guess I can find it. Um, there was a hardcore match, and one of the people in it actually isn't a wrestler. He was a guy that um, was actually working the gaming side of it. Huh. And I mean, it was a hardcore match, and that guy actually did fucking pretty good. Wow. Like, was it perfect by any means? No. Was it entertaining? Was that guy doing shit he shouldn't have done? He took a yes! table bump and I was like, <laughs> Damn. Sure. I feel like he was a hardcore wrestling fan. He was like, we're doing it. Yeah. I'm fucking doing it. Yeah, like, <laughs> if, if you don't know how bad I want this. Do what you want to me. Don't kill me, but do what you want. We're going to put on and I gotta be at, And I gotta yeah. be at work tomorrow. So, so. I mean, gently. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. Um, But definitely a uh, bunch of storylines being developed. I'm very curious as to how stories are going to work out once they get their TV show. It's going to be interesting. And yeah. I believe next month they have Fox. All In, right? Yeah. Um, fight for the Fallen. In a couple or, of weeks they've got Fox. Or, no, is it next weekend? July 13th. They have the Fallen, and then All In is, is in August. August. Yeah. yeah. They definitely have a couple of interesting months coming up. I think still the rumor going around is, is that they will be on TNT in October. Which makes sense, because that's typically when the new fall lineups start. <laughs> okay, Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> the hair of a simple Chinese man. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. <laughs> but, um, so, uh, second part of the wrestling news, which will actually go ahead and kind of just lead us into Raw. Um, but, so, there was a big stunt performed on Raw this week, and I had people questioning whether Bobby Lashley and or Braun Strowman were actually hurt. Um, a lot of people were thinking that Braun Strowman was uh, getting written off TV for surgery or something like that, or some sort of injury. Um, but according to Sportspedia, that is not the case. Um, and they are actually quoting Dave Meltzer and saying that neither Bobby Lashley nor Braun Strowman are injured, and that this was basically done to open Raw with explosions and to make younger viewers think that wrestling is cool again. And that it, um, it might result in Strowman being kept off TV for a couple weeks. I mean, honestly, yeah. maybe he just wants to take a vacation. Yeah, me too. And yeah. he's, they're like, well, perfect timing, because they were like, good. We don't know what to do with you. Be young. I'm not done with my vacation yet. <laughs> <laughs> I had shit to do. Well, that's it for the wrestling news. Um, I think very. Very quickly, we are going to run through Raw and SmackDown, okay. and we'll be discussing the points that we actually like and didn't like, and how we view what happened. Right. 
Because I've got Smackdown. <laughs> That's okay. Smackdown. <laughs> I don't feel as good about that. That didn't last. Take it by All right. Let's. Hurry. <laughs> <laughs> stick it in my mouth for all dogs and shit me up. All right. Okay. So, uh, Raw. Uh, Raw actually starts off with a match. Surprise, surprise. But, uh, Paul. Falls count anywhere match with Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley, and it ends in a no contest because Strowman and Lashley go through the LED board uh, at the top of the stage. Um, we have the New Day with uh, it's uh, Xavier and Biggie uh, fight the Viking Raiders, or actually it's the New Day with Kofi and then the Viking Raiders yeah. and Smojo. Well, yeah. yeah, it started out as one match, and then it yeah. appeared in the middle. It came, yeah, it ended up it's as like many thing. things. It starts <laughs> as one so thing, it ends in a four-to-four four way. And you're like, wow. Uh, but so the New Day ends up picking up the win. Uh, or, wait. What the hell? Yes, you're right. New Day defeated. And the then Smojo and the Viking Raiders defeat the New Day. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll get to that. Yeah. I, I think it's just something. Okay, so the New Day ends up beating the Viking Raiders because Smojo attacks Xavier. So they right. be a DQ. And then after that, that sets oh, up yeah. the match. Oh, yeah. They just, Viking they, they Raiders fight for a while. They fight. And Joe gets the Coquina Clutch on Kofi. Actually, it was good. And it's still this. Again. I mean, he gets him in a clutch. Again. 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 So we have the Good Brothers um, basically go to AJ Styles and part of Ricochet, stuff like this, that, and the other. Um, we have actually Styles ends up confronting Ricochet and slaps the shit out of him, and then Ricochet <laughs> slaps him back. And then uh, they have a match uh, later in the evening. Um, Cesaro versus No Way Jose didn't really happen. Yeah, it was No Way. <laughs> <laughs> We have this whole storyline about Drake Maverick and his wife throughout the night about um, his wife being like, you have to choose between me and the 24-7 championship. You took me to vow for our honeymoon. And then yes. Drake Maverick's I basically just, just like, I choose you. But our truth like, just the entire night just is like dangling the belt over him. Like, he's in the conga line for No Way Jose and he just like lays on the barricade in front of Drake Maverick. <laughs> um, but, uh... Oh, but then the other 24-7 competitors chase R-Truth away. And Cesaro ends up uh, just attacking Jose and hits the neutralizer and <laughs> they don't even have a match. We have the Street Profits. <laughs> what the fuck, man? I'm not they, sure why they were there, but I I'm don't, so happy they I were. like it. They, um, are, they just crack me the fuck up. I don't know. They are so great. Um, I guess they made the Raw debut. I'm not really sure what they're doing with them. But uh, they basically interrupted Paul Heyman. They were interviewed backstage a couple of times. It was hilarious. Uh, we have Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre cutting a promo, and then Undertaker comes out, <laughs> and he gets bummed. Um, but basically, he's like, you know, you guys go down in Extreme Rules. Actually, not a bad Undertaker promo, but we'll get to that later. Uh, Lacey Evans and Baron Corbin's winner take all match against Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, has now been made an Extreme Rules match. Because Extreme Rules. Extreme. This is literally the name of the pay-per-view. Uh, Lacey Evans defeats Natalia. Uh, two out of three falls match with The Miz beating Elias. Uh, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch are interviewed about the relationship. And then uh, Mike and Maria Kanellis talk trash. <laughs> they make a mixed match. 
challenge, if you will, to have a mixed match match. Yeah, I, uh, I made a mixed match challenge for a mixed match match. I actually didn't mind this. The match was eh. But after the match, Maria... So, uh... Not much match. Maria Canellis avoided having to fight with Becky the, the whole time. Well, yeah, but, Becky ends but up she kept running. tapping she kept out running. Mike. Yeah. Well, also, Maria Canellis is pregnant again. Yeah, well, that's what... After the match, um, she starts... Maria Canellis starts talking shit to Mike. She's like, I can't believe you're the father of my children. Next time, I'll stop Becky impregnate me. And I was like, oh, I'm a bitch, too. And I was like, damn, Maria. It was rough. And it was hard to watch, like, and I'm sure, you know, they they know what they're doing and that it's, you know, it's it's for work and whatever. But just everything that he's been through and, like, his, you know. His addiction. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh man! Take it easy on guys. Because um, you know he's caught some shit, I'm sure, from fans and stuff. It was just like they probably said some not similar things. Like I'm ashamed to be the father of my children, but I mean they probably should. Uh, they probably were like, "You don't deserve anything." I don't know because people are mean. You don't deserve it. Uh, we have uh, Nikki Cross uh, on a guest of Moment Bliss, and Carmella interrupts and basically is just like, if you realize you're being manipulated, and then basically Alex Bliss is like, you're just our truth psychic, and then they decided to have a match about it. Because that's yeah, what we do. They decided to have a match about it. And then Carmella ends up beating Alexa Bliss. Like, immediately, with a roll up. Yeah. Just. I'm not sure right what away. that means. And then Nikki Cross is like, well, well, I got it. And then Nikki Cross actually ends up beating Carmella. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Maverick and his wife were trying to leave the arena, and the 24-7 competitors run by, and then our truth pops out of nowhere, and Drake Maverick's just sitting there, like, with his mouth up, and like, <gasps> and then, um, Drake ends up pinning him, <laughs> What did he say? He says something to his wife, like, we get to celebrate our honeymoon 24-7. And he, like, literally is, like, running. He's like, leave my bag. We don't need it. Yeah, like, on uh, Instagram's video, he's, like, holding the belt up in front of her, and she's, like, pushing it down. Like, oh, my God. Uh, And then, uh, to end Raw, we have the United States Championship match with Rishi and AJ Styles, which basically... Great match, mm. but ends with AJ Styles turning heel, uh, yes. and the two sweeting the Good Brothers in the middle of the ring, and <laughs> Ricochet ends up winning. But uh, yeah, that's how it all ends with a nice, nice good old heel turn. Toss it over to the the sleazy one for the smacking down, fucking it up, and then ooh, oh, we'll bring up our high points or low points, what we liked, what we didn't like. Mm. Oh man. Okay, so, of course, at the beginning of SmackDown, we get the recap of the whole Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley thing, and a little update. You know, that Lashley had been released from the hospital, that Braun uh, possibly had several fractures and all this stuff. So, basically, they're they're running him off TV. Um, Kevin Owens came out and welcomed Drew McIntyre and Shane McMahon to the Kevin Owens show. Uh, God, I loved all this. Okay, so uh, Kevin Owens called out Shane McMahon, saying that he was afraid of the Undertaker. He was like, but, and honestly, like he them running out, and like at one point there was a look on Drew's face that was kind of like he looked scared. I've never seen that look on his face right. before. 
but it would be appropriate if the one person that makes you have put that face oh. on is the Undertaker. Um, but Dolph Ziggler came out and interrupting in the middle of every fucking thing. And so he had a little tit for tat with the. I don't know that it was really a tit for tat with Kevin Owens because it was more like a tit from Dolph Ziggler and tit for Kevin Owens. But, uh. Little tit. Yeah, so Dolph Ziggler comes out doing his usual spiel, and Kevin Owens was like, oh my god, you and this whole. It should have been me. It should have been me. And it's like, yeah, well, it should have been you. And it like eight years ago and it kind of was but then it wasn't so you need to get over it and Dolph was like oh, the only thing that you could win is a hot dog eating contest he's like yeah you know what I have a good chance of winning that which is more than I can say for you in a championship <laughs> or, or you in wrestling matches which is just hilarious I just love that, that whole thing that was the for me that was the best part of SmackDown um so Shane was like you know what Fuck you both. Guess what? You're going to be in a tag team match tonight against Heavy Machinery. So Have that's fun. what you two have earned. That's what you guys do. Your see. shenanigans. So your and shenanigans. then the winner between Heavy Machinery and all of a sudden this new tag team of Kevin Owens and Dolph Ziggler is going to be entered into a, to a triple threat match for the SmackDown tag team titles against New Day and the Plant. Is that what they're calling them? The Planets tag team? Yep. God so stupid. It's just calling Captain Planet. I, I know, right? <laughs> so, Daniel Bryan had a match against Big E, in which he won after hitting Big E with a running knee. That's so bad. And also after Rowan attacked Big E on the outside. Uh, R-Truth got a promo about wanting to win the 24-7 title back from Drake Maverick. What is it? Wouldn't he call it the was it like the TV European 24-7 title? Yeah, it seems like there was a different number, he said. So 24-7. I don't remember what it was. Anyway, it's hilarious. Archery is just fucking funny. Um, also, there's a new... They're not new, new, but two new episodes of Ride Along. There's one with R-Truth and Carmella and Seamus and Cesaro that came out. This is the second to last episode that came out, and the last one was... Uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder and the Iconics. And they're, they're, it's actually a scavenger hunt because they're, they're competing against each other in Austin, Texas. That's awesome. We watched it last night. I, was actually, I haven't checked on Ryan on in so long. They don't update them enough. They don't. They don't. And that's a, something I wanted to talk about in the discussion thing. <laughs> it will. Um, so... It's just jarring when you try to flip a bottle of vodka and it's stuck to the blanket. <laughs> so, uh, Nikki Cross challenged Bailey to a match during Moment of Bliss. Which she actually which, got to host. Yeah, Alexa got her backstage, told her that she wanted her to host. And, um, Bailey ended up defeating Nikki Cross. Even though Nikki had beat her last time to earn Alexa that match. No, the whole thing on the moment of bliss was basically Bailey being like, why isn't it you who played? Yeah, yeah, Mark, yeah. Uh, I, I'm excited to see where that goes, like, I, after so long of people telling Nikki, like, you're being used, why aren't you the one doing this instead of her? It'll be fun to see. So, Kofi Kingston with Samoa Joe had a little war of words. In the ring, and Kofi ended up giving, ends up giving some Ojo the finger. Boom. 
That was awesome, though. And I love that. That was my favorite. <laughs> Your favorite one? Oh, yeah. Um, Hits Mother Trouble in Paradise. Um, Andrade and Apollo Crews had a match. Uh, Zelina Vega landed a Hurricane Rana on Apollo outside the ring. So then Andrade followed that up with a hammerlock DDT and got pinfall. <laughs> Alistair Black's promos. Uh, somebody just fucking wrestle this dude. Somebody wrestle him. Somebody. Right. His, it should just be him going, break me! Not this one, but the one last week where he was like laughing a lot, like he was losing his shit a little bit. I feel like he should have gone after like they, somebody. They this keep week. him in a dark room. Then like he wake, will wake you when he hits you. <laughs> sleep, sir, sleep. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is like lightning fingers. <laughs> so he is still waiting for a challenger, and he's gonna basically challenge, I guess, whomever not. Yeah. To a match, I think. So I'm like, it's an Alistair Black versus mystery opponent. I don't feel yeah. comfortable predicting this. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> is it Bray Wyatt? Is it Bray Wyatt? I have a feeling it's gonna be. Yeah, I don't know. And if that's the case, Bray's gotta win. Exactly, but then you're like, why would right. you do that to Alistair Black? Black, right. So it's like, oh, maybe you have to But then again, I think that would be. But then also, I think that would be a great, like, feud. I think you could do something great with it. But maybe after you've established Alistair. Yeah. So he can take the loss. Because I get Bray, I do. Yeah. But don't. You need to develop this with Alistair a little bit more. Give him an opponent where he gets a win. It doesn't bury somebody who's coming back after a, a long absence. I don't know. Um, Ember Moon, speaking of burying somebody, no, I'm just kidding. Um, Ember Moon defeated Mandy Rose with Eclipse, which I love to watch her do that. It's such a good finisher. Yeah. I love to watch that. And that, um, was it the corkscrew? What was it that Ricochet did on AJ? Oh shit, it was a. Uh, oh fuck. The corkscrew, um. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, it looked really fucking cool. Um. Shelton. What is. I don't know. Okay, we'll so. Just go, just Shelton, Shelton Benjamin. This will be, this will yeah. The Shelton Benjamin <laughs> was asked backstage who he thought would win the WWE title at Extreme Rules, and he just like. You know, I forgot about this part. Like, this is my favorite part. <laughs> And I just it's wanted to like assume that it's because you like cats and that he looked like one of those cat clocks. <laughs> like <laughs> saw him like look, looking left and right and just like and then he walks away. Um Heavy Machinery ended up beating Kevin Owens and Dolph Ziggler in that tag team match to earn a spot in the Triple Threat SmackDown tag team title match extreme rules against the New Day and Planet's tag team. So <laughs> that'll be exciting. Um After the match, Ziggler went to pick up Owens, and who ended up laying out Ziggler with a stunner. Cause he I love it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and that's it. Alright, well, I'm just going to go ahead and start off the discussion with the Shelton Benjamin thing. Okay, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's fresh on our minds. <laughs> right, like right. Right there and I forgot about it, and now I, I have too. so many <laughs> thoughts and feelings about it. Yes. What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> the weird things with him. I think it has I a lot so to do with the Hardys. Or Matt Hardy in particular. <laughs> calling him Senior Benjamin. Now it's like, 
Do you think there's like weird? He's, he's a, I don't say a stooge, but like a, a hired goon now. I don't know. I, I just show feel like you. otherwise. What are you doing with him? Are you making him go crazy? Because it looks like I mean it, I thought it was fucking funny, but it still doesn't make fucking <laughs> sense as to like his character before that. It makes no sense. For it was funny. fantastic though. I just was like, can he start go, going by Senior Benjamin and then wrestling in a lucha mask? Here's the thing: oh. is that in the original broken Matt Hardy thing mm-hmm. is that um, his gardener's name was Senior Benjamin. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious if they're like trying to get him a yeah like some sort of not, not even get the, the, the gardener guy because they don't really do that kind of stuff anymore yeah. where they're at the Hardy compound mm-hmm. which is where all that stuff was but um like if they're trying to like reinvent the character with well, see, that's what I meant. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, like, like trying, trying to, to make that, like, sort of, like... <laughs> it's a card. Since Jeff Hurtner and they're, like, yeah. really woke and met Hardy and senior Mitch. Because it doesn't sound completely ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> I like it. But just the whole, like, he didn't even say anything. Like, you said he just, like, looked back and forth and just, like, walked off camera. Yeah, I like <laughs> that part, though. The, that was, that was great. He just, like, rolled away. So, alright. That was great. Rewinding all the way back to the beginning of Raw, and this whole false count anywhere, and this crashing through the LED wall. Okay, how many times have we seen somebody go through an LED panel or something at the top of that stage, the top of that ramp? I agree, but they went above and beyond for it. But but this I know, but I'm just saying, as many times as that's happened, quote unquote happened. Why would you put? All of the control shit right behind it. Because you just theory, yeah, go, they should. Yeah, I mean, I'm they just saying, do. like. But it would be funny, like, just think about it, like, the placement, guys. Placement. Placement. Yes. And, if, and then John is sitting there going, I'm just like, um, they did the sparks and all that stuff way too soon. He was like, also, it's LED, so the most you'd get probably would be, like, a hissing noise or something. Like, he's like, you're not going to get all that crazy shit. And you're like, so you start the LEDs. Shut up. <laughs> it's wrestling. Yeah. Let me have my fun. And I was like, let me have just, fun. I'm watching like, my stories. Because I've gone off on a rant on something just before that. And he was like, well, for the sake of the show. So. What was it? You were saying a couple of weeks ago where um, Seth Rollins was being taken to the back of the ambulance and the lights were off in the back <laughs> yeah, of the Yeah, they didn't even turn like, the lights off. Wow, are we really going to point that out? And you're like, yes. And you know what? I did pay attention, and they did have the lights on in the ambulance when they put Braun Strowman in it, but I was also worried that he wasn't going to fit, and that they were going to close the door dark. Like on his foot? Like the door was going to hit him. They're going to be like trying to shut the door and shoving it. my bad. (laughs) I'm not going to lie, though. I enjoyed that Raw started with a thing. It started with a match straight off the bat. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's that, yes, I agree with. Not 20 minutes of... No 20-minute bullshit promo. Uh, I, I liked the LED spot. Sparks or no. So They're you, supposed to be there or not. So, so do you think that the, this week's Raw already is already having some Paul Heyman influence? I think Raw is. I think SmackDown... I don't think Bischoff's quite taken over SmackDown yet. Oh, God. I have a special... I feel like he probably has some fingers and some things, but I feel like <laughs> Raw definitely can smell Paul Heyman's prints all over it. You can smell his fingers from <laughs> a mile away. away. <laughs> that's, 
too. Honey, yeah. Jesus, that makes me want to cringe a little bit. Sorry. It's um, okay. Just like, but, can you imagine like somebody walking in the room and be like, they can smell his finger so God. What is this? How could you even specifically know it was his finger so That's what I'm saying. Like, that'd be very like finger And specifically, what is that smell of his fingers? Like, is it, I would is it a food? Like, these fingers smell like. Smells, if it smells good, then I assume food. Like, I don't know. I feel do, you, like, do you have like onion or garlic fingers? No, get it. No, no, no. no. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> or does he have? So when you say like, even like, I don't know. I don't know. Or does so he have like, like vanilla fingers? Vanilla fingers. No, 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 I'm thinking so like dirty asshole or pussy fingers. That's what I'm imagining. <laughs> like, you know, that that's that's my first thing. <laughs> even your dirty asshole fingers. <laughs> I dirty asshole fingers. That might be my new insult. <laughs> Fuck you and your dirty asshole fingers. <laughs> and they'll just be so... Do they look like they've been in an asshole? You're going to break someone's spirit. Oh, uh, that just reminds Yay. me. So, my friend, when we were younger, we used to do this thing when we were, like, across the room from each other. And I don't know when it started, but we just, like, stare at each other and just bring up two fingers. <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> maybe that's why people didn't talk to us. <laughs> or there was two <laughs> No, I think it's because we were like they thought we were spinning our fingers, but it just made us laugh. So just the face. <laughs> no, the face is what it's all about. It's the eyes. The yeah. intense eye contact. It's the it's the cat skinning face. <laughs> the- but um, another thing I actually did like about this is um, when they did the playback, they had that weird camera angle that was like off to the side. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed that. I yeah. thought that I was. Why. I think it lasted a little long. Definitely super planned. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I enjoyed it. And uh, I like the one camera guy running up the ramp, but he's just coming up behind another camera guy who's already been Are recording. Are you filming that camera? Closer. Guy? <laughs> they in, film everything. We're in, in the action. That's how they like. We know, the like, guys that are filming the And guys. the only way I could rationalize that was that he was just going to help make sure that everybody's okay. Probably, guys. Um, also, I'm pretty sure this is the part where Corey Graves was like, holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was I feel great. like they didn't tell him or like any of the commentary team because they genuinely looked a little like, not upset, but you know, they go to the mm-hmm. commentary team and they're like, they're being taken to a medical facility. And they genuinely looked like fucking surprised. Renee she was did. like, like she, she was like, oh my god. Like, <laughs> like she wanted to. Are they all right? Can I go check on them? Like, you guys got this. I'm gonna. I'll just take your headset off. I'll, I'll be right back and I gotta go check on this. Like maybe they told them that it was gonna happen, but maybe they didn't tell them about like the sparks and stuff like that because it looked extreme yeah. and it looked really good. And I, but I enjoyed it. But I like that that they don't know, so you get a genuine reaction. Even even if it's not real, it's. Yeah. The reaction is real. It made it seem realistic. Like, we were all questioning whether that was supposed to happen or not. Like, we had assumed that he was supposed to go through the form, but we were like, something serious seems like it happened. Like, yeah, and as a commentator, like, I would want that. I wouldn't want to know what's going to happen every segment of the show. No, I'd be like, don't tell me anything. I'd be like, surprise me sometimes. I'm a fan, too. <laughs> and I'm not taking Sandy Flowers. I'm taking Crash through an LED part on the back of the stage. That's not That's... Um, so, uh, face turn for KO, it seems like, and heel turn for AJ. Yes. So. I will take both of those things. I, I guess we're all having first. <laughs> we'll start with AJ. Uh, <laughs> let me read you this tweet. I've got to, let me read you this tweet. So, 
I guess this guy was kind of giving AJ and Gallows and Anderson shit about uh, being soft or whatever. And he was like, the handcuffs are still there because you're referred to as, quote, the club and not the bullet club. WWE have made y'all soft. Get back to your ring of honor mode. AJ retweeted it, like, replied and said, I hate to talk for the boys, but Big LG has something soft he can slap you around with. <laughs> I'm like, oh. I'm like there's that heel, AJ. Oh my That's- god. First off, can I just say how excited I am for heel AJ? Because although AJ makes a good baby face, he is a phenomenal heel. He is so good at being bad guy. Oh, I love it. And I was a little worried at first because I felt like they were going to try to do that whole uh, John Cena thing they did a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Where AJ was at first kind of like, dude, I can beat him. I can beat him on my own. I can just do it. Yeah. And then he turns heel and they do the whole beat up John Cena thing. Yeah. At first, um, or was it last week, I think it was, where he was fighting Ricochet and he won. And Gallows and Anderson came out and he was like, I don't need you out here. I can do it on my own. Yeah. That's where I was worried. I was like, oh shit, we're gonna, we're gonna do this, aren't we? Mm-hmm. But they did it so much better. I love AJ slapping the shit out of Ricochet. Oh, slapped him like Ricochet a Ricochet coming back, man. I was like, that was great. Sla- slapped him like a kid mouthing off to everybody. <laughs> like, Shut your you mouth, you some bitch. <laughs> he slapped him, and I was like, is he gonna tell him to go to his room? Go to your room. Okay, Dad. <laughs> Whatever you say, I'm sorry. <laughs> what was that boy? Nothing. <laughs> And I love that they've actually put them with with the Good Brothers again. Mm-hmm. I hope that means good things for them. I mean, I feel like you're... So, who are the Raw Tag Champions? It's, uh... Cause, is it still Riders? Riders? Ryder and Hawkins? Still Revival? No, yeah, Revival. The revival. Yeah, God damn. yeah, the Revival beat them. Yeah, that was a while ago. I'm, a few weeks ago, yeah. I feel like I haven't seen the Revival. Yeah. Because you know, the Revival had the tag belts, and there's Drew McIntyre and Shane, and they're whatever they're... I feel like the club's definitely running for the Revival's money for the tag belts, but it's kind of weird since they've just turned heel to have the heel versus heel team. You have to have the Usos win it, and then have the Good Brothers take it off of them. But you can do it. You can do it very easily. And then you have AJ Challenge set for the Universal title. Not that he would win, but... I'd be fine if they had a heel versus heel tag team, and just pass the belts from one heel tag team to another. I think, it I think as long as you get a good match out of it and you get a good feud, and I feel like you could get a good feud out of two heels. I mean, two heel tag teams or two heel individuals even. I mean, you could do it and it probably wouldn't be as hard as we're quite thinking. I'm just... I don't, I don't feel like they're uh, scrapping storylines. Like, since... Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff are taking over. I don't think they're scrapping storylines. I think they're just trying to make newer storylines and then try to fix the old ones that were going on. Which, yeah. honestly, is probably... Best. Which is why they did the yeah. AJ and yeah. the thing. Like, that's a new thing, and then they can move forward with that. Um, and then just try to fix what they can and get through what they can. Let's just get through this. <laughs> Let's just get through it, and then we'll start over, guys. So... <laughs> More on the in the Twitter universe. I love Kevin Owens. I just love Kevin Owens. I don't care. When he's a heel, I love to hate him. And when he's not, I just I love to love him. He 
So this lady had tweeted, this might not be in line with, oh, with what other wrestling fans think, but when, and instead of saying their Twitter handles, but when Kofi gave Kevin Owens the finger on SmackDown, I popped, I popped like the super fan that I am. And she put two middle finger emojis. <laughs> he retweeted and said, you're such a super fan, you can't tell Samoa Joe and I apart. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. He's like, he's not wrong though. Basically, wrong. <laughs> I know. Somebody Maybe. was like, "You tell her, Joe." That's <laughs> fantastic. You tell her, Joe. Yeah, it's just. So I think we definitely are all on board for the club reunion. And yeah, yeah. What's the the KO face turn? Mm-hmm. Are we feeling the same way? Yeah. Uh, you know what? Kevin Owens is on TV. I'm good with. It. I love Kevin Owens. I think he does better. I, I think he's just good either way. Yeah. But, so not to compare the just situations, you. but do you think KO, because we both know that KO and AJ probably, I wouldn't even say do better, but their best character work, not wrestling, because mm-hmm. wrestling is fantastic all the time, yeah. character work is done as a heel. Do you think AJ or KO makes the better baby face? I think AJ makes the better baby face. I completely agree with that. And I think Kay makes it better. Kay, yeah, no, I would definitely. I think Kay is a better talker, so I think he makes a better baby face. Yeah. He's not a bad talker, but Kay can he can talk for days. On like honestly, on that episode of Ride Along with uh, Cesaro and Sheamus and uh, R-Truth and Carmelo were in the other vehicle. They were Cesaro and Sheamus. <laughs> they were like trying to do AJ Styles like. Accent. <laughs> oh, it was like, and then Shanks was like, "Oh God, he hates it when we <laughs> he hates it when we do that." Like, my AJ Styles. It was. You should watch it. It's, it was entertaining. Probably will tonight at some point. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, I, I think Kale will make a fantastic baby face. Yes. I'm a little confused about. Not in a bad way, but the whole him and Dolph Ziggler thing, like you said, I loved their back and forth. Yeah. But is that going to be like, you know, like a non-title feud? Are they going to have a thing or? I think you could get a good non-title feud out of them to where if you have a match, you know, if you have a match at Extreme Rules between the two of them, since they didn't get put into this triple threat tag team match. For the SmackDown titles. I think it would be a good inconsequential match. You know, a, a no title match. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, there's they haven't built it up for very long because they literally just had this little back and forth this week. And then a match where they had to compete together. They lost. Which could fuel into a match maybe that ends up on the kickoff show. For Extreme Rules, or in the beginning, or right in the middle of the card between two bigger matches, between two title matches. Um, but I think it'll be good. Well, I feel I, like Dolph delivers in the ring. I think he's a really great wrestler. And, I think, and Kevin Owens, I mean, he's always... I think Dolph, especially lately, gets a bad rap just because they give him the shittiest of the shitty shit, shit, shit. Well, 
Ugh. So we came up to this little, like, needle scratch and then nothing. We're like, this, this is not... Yeah. <laughs> this, is some this, isn't, this isn't landing. <laughs> no. I don't like it. So we just went from there, and then he got the U.S. title, and then he dropped the U.S. title, like, in the ring, which is like, now, and then he was gone, and yeah. he's back, and you're like, what the hell? <laughs> you don't deserve anything. I would say you my just... only critique, though, about the KO face turn, and, I mean, I get why they're doing it, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, I feel like it's kind of a new regime coming in, and we're trying to... New beginnings, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Cool. But you literally just turned him face when he came back. And he joined the new day for that one week, and then yeah. literally the next week he turned heel. Yeah, now he's baby basically. Like yeah. flip flopping a little bit too much. But to me, when Kevin Owens is a baby face, he's still not even a baby face. He's a heel pretending to be. He's a baby he's face. he's a heel who feels like he's a victim, or you know, or who's playing yeah, no, a victim, mean, like, or he's a martyr. He's not. It, it you know, fits him to yeah be in that situation. So. Exactly. I'm still super excited, though. Was I the only one that was worried that KO and Dolph were going to win this, though? Yes. I was like, you're really going to do I mean, no. No, you weren't the only one worried. Yes, you were. Yes, stupid. <laughs> you were being a stupid, stupid head for I being really, worried. I really thought they were going to win it, because a lot of times when they t- team up two yeah. high-profile superstars like that, they end up going over. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's unfair to hit the machinery. So I was yeah. super happy with the outcome. Because you literally just put them together out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I was like, you know, the machinery has been a tight team for how long? And yeah. I was just like... And you just you just kind of love Tucker and Otis, man. Yeah, right? Oh, it's hard not they're so freaking. <laughs> it's like Tucker. God bless him. He's just like... He's like, I'm gonna talk for us, okay? And then Otis is like, ding, ding, ding. He just is like, <laughs> what he says isn't even words, though. Like, it's just noises and kind of. Ah, I would love to have been ah, around him yesterday. Ah, on the 4th of July. I bet he had a great time. Like, the party he was at is where I would have liked to have <laughs> I feel like there's always a party him. around him. Right. Kind of like No Way Jose, but really. Like, but he is no way Jose. No conga line, but just like always. <laughs> it's always a 4th of July barbecue around him. He's right? like Axel Jim Duggan. <laughs> <laughs> Give Otis the 2 back 4 I love that. Oh my God. He doesn't need a 2 back 4 He's got his machinery. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, moving on. More discussion. Uh, I do like that they're letting Cesaro have a singles run. Yeah. Yeah. I do enjoy that he's he's kind of a heel. Uh, I just wish... I totally get the approach of letting him just run over people, like no mm-hmm. Jose and stuff like that. But at the same time, I'd like him to be running over people a step above the way Yes. More mid-card. At least. Elias. Yes. Anyone like that. Just you there's yeah. there's there's tears. Just bump it. Yeah. Just bump it up. Just, just I mean, you've yeah. been here for a while. Well it makes a, a big wrestler. difference even like no, just that little yeah. bit, but just that little push. When and when you say like he's pound just... for pound the strongest man in the two two it's like one of the lowest people <laughs> on the card. Right. But I'm interested to see him and EC three would make a good feud with yeah. Cesaro coming out on top, but you could make EC three look really good and yeah. not have him running around for the twenty four seven title. True. Like Very I'm sorry, true. there is a certain superstar that yes should be running around for that title, and there's a bunch of them that are doing that that should not be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 
And we're like, just come over here and sit down. <laughs> just, just, uh, just, just, just let them fight over that. You need to do something more important. You need to do your things. Although this 24-7 title shit's been funny. It's been funny. I will oh say. I know I, I bitched when they brought yeah. it out, and I was like, that's what they need. It's another fucking belt. I still think it's the most hideous belt. I've oh, it's awful. Seen. Which kind of makes it funnier. It's the horror belt, which is it's, even weirder. It's the color. It's the color. I think the green and the gold and the mm-hmm. 24-7, like, thing they yeah. did is off-putting, like... Yeah. But I, it, I, which kind of makes it a little more comical that they're fighting so feverishly over it. They're just like, they're obsessed with it. This I, ugly ass belt. I absolutely agree with you, though. I think it's like, honestly one of the better storylines going on in WWE right Whatever now. gives us more our truth in our lives, I'm, here I'm for fine with it. Just, totally just here for Yeah. <laughs> I wish they would um, put Drake Maverick in a little sailor suit and shave his head. His face and make, give him like a Popeye like gimmick. A dude, if, no, I mean yes, also. But yeah. I feel like if you did that yes. and you just squished yes. his head to look like a football, he would look stupid. Oh my gosh, that's uh, <laughs> not inaccurate at all. Or leave his hair, and then he looks like Arnold. From hey Arnold! Arnold. <laughs> wow, he has a diverse style portfolio when you squish his head in a football. <laughs> so what we're looking for, Drake, is just your head in the shape of a football. I have a plastic surgery. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's how Vince would be. This, this is the recovery time. Ready to go. <laughs> the procedure would involve implants, a cone-shaped, uh, maybe like fatty tissue structures. Uh, like, how do you make that? <laughs> it goes wrong, and they're just sad. <laughs> it looks like he looks like a that's creature of the house elf from Harry Potter, or some fucked up Star Wars. Yeah, like a twenty. It's like really sad and it went wrong. Like a mutant into a twenty. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> but it only goes down to here, not like the, the long sexy ones. What, uh, what is a fucking what's her name? Ah oh, shit. Anakin's apprentice. Ashoka. Yeah. What is she? Uh, it's like a, I don't want to say it's Tortuga because that's a place that's like a, it starts with a T and has some yeah similar letters to Tortuga. Um, <laughs> Tortega, a, tor- t- a tortoise. <laughs> She's a tortoise. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Ahsoka, she was a tortoise. Ahsoka Tano. Yeah, uh, she was a tortilla. 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 Targruta. When they are your NXT tag team champions, they did that with the Vikings well, and the Raiders. Or I feel like they, and they had deal to, with it on NXT somehow, whether that be them literally just vacating they, the title or which, someone beats them. Because I feel like it's a good way if they do it like match wise, you know, whatever. 
it's a good way to build that person up to get them to where they need to be so that that helps with their storylines and then it gives them a reason to tell a lot. And I get that in theory, losing your title to someone shouldn't warrant you getting called up to a main the main roster. But also, I don't believe in just you just vacating the title. I think in certain cases it makes sense. Oscar vacating the NXT Women's title made sense. Yeah, she literally beat everyone. Well, and she had the well, and she had the streak too. I mean, so her being like, but as far as the, yeah, the street profits go, I don't know that it's a call mm-hmm. up. I don't. It could be. And I mean, we we uh, may just randomly see them here or there, or it may be. I don't know. I mean, they, they take NXT shows four weeks in advance. They take four shows at a time. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think it's a call-up. I think maybe they, especially because I think Paul Heyman maybe not influenced everything in this episode. Like I'm saying, I don't think they've taken over completely yet. Right, right. I think Paul Heyman had a lot of influence in this episode. Yeah. But, um... Well, I, you're gonna have to transition. Exactly. Anyway, you can't just... So I think just... they're slowly starting to let him... Right. ...take over. I think maybe he just really liked them. Maybe he's like, hey, if they're there, I'm gonna let you think. Cause that's who they, yeah. inter- that's who they interrupted with yeah. Paul Heyman. And for someone to come in and interrupt him and, like, rattle him. Right, like, throw him off his game. Like, that was pretty great. I, game, <laughs> I thought that was pretty... I thought that was pretty funny. I also really, really loved them. They were actually... I, I had... At TakeOver, when they won the belts, I did not think they had a chance in the world to win the belts. They... They remind me... But their energy reminds me of the Usos. Like, They're literally like a mix of the Usos and the New Day. Yes, yes. I like that. They're, they're if the New Day and like the Usos had day, babies, they would be the street problems. But it's really like they, they're goofy <laughs> enough, like the New Day, but almost, I don't want to say hood, street, street enough yeah. to be the Usos. Street problems? Are you street street. <laughs> Dare I say they are. Are you street enough? Are you street enough to be profitable to our company? <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I, I have no idea what they're doing with them, but it was fun to see them on the air this week. It was fun. I, I hope it's not a call up. I, I would much rather them stay in NXT. Yeah. Have a good, lengthy title run. Yeah, yeah. I if think- we get really established as a name. I honestly would say if WWE was smart, you should do it more like that. You should have an ex an ex shut your mouth, shut your show up, just kind of like that on Raw or SmackDown. Get people familiar with who they are. See how the crowd reacts, and that's how you know who to call up and down. Yes, because too much sense though. Because the casual having them, you know, come and they they be even you're here now. Yeah, you were like, I don't know who the fuck you are, which I don't. Well, because the casual fans... If you were a casual fan, just fucking go watch it. It's yeah. so much better. Because <laughs> so, the casual fans watch Raw and SmackDown. Raw and or SmackDown. Um, but they are probably not watching NXT. They probably didn't know who the Street Profits were, which was great that they wore their belts. And so you're like, oh, they, okay, they're NXT champions. What's that? And they Google NXT and they're like, oh, there's this whole other show. Maybe that ups the viewership of NXT. Maybe. 
Hopefully. I think it's a good circle to run, though, because, I mean, NXT is in yeah. WWE, so yeah. you're bringing eyes to that. They're really fucking good yeah. backstage, so bringing more eyes to WWE, like, it's a circular thing. You guys just aren't using it. You have yeah. a wheel and you've broken it. <laughs> well, and we made you a flat tire. <laughs> how, how did you fuck up the wheel? So on the other... <laughs> On the same note of, like, uh, upping viewership and, and, well, viewership ratings and all that kind of stuff. Um, So this week's SmackDown, I think, was one of the lowest rated viewerships. Or had one of the lowest viewerships in a long time. And, you know, I started thinking about it the other day. And, you know, there's all this, well, you know, SmackDown's the better brand or Raw's the better brand, even going back and forth. And I wonder how much... Not consistently, even, but just I don't, for the casual fans who watch Raw and SmackDown, how many times has it happened since Raw comes on first during the week on a Monday night? Have people been not pleased with it or thought it was hokey or stupid or whatever? And they don't bother with SmackDown that week. And how I wonder how often and how much that happens to where it might hurt the numbers for SmackDown. I think that's a that's a good point to argue, to be honest. And I think if you... But even on top of that, where they do... Except for here lately, since they've started this quote-unquote wild card rule. Yeah. Wow, where there card. basically isn't... Uh, there isn't a brand identity split. anymore. Right. Like, even with Shane McMahon having storylines on Raw, even though he's mm-hmm. supposed to be the commissioner of SmackDown. And you have your champs on, you know, Kofi's on Raw, and he's on SmackDown. and you so know you're really starting to blur the lines again, which, to be honest, I'm okay with. Yeah. I think sometimes they should think about it a little bit more, like, instead of having a three-hour show and a two-hour show on Monday and Tuesday, mm-hmm. you have five hours of wrestling storylines. Mm-hmm. You can work that out however you want. That's five hours a week of story wrestling but regardless, before that, before the wild card rule, where they had such brand identities, which I think sometimes that works, and I feel like you know wrestling's always cyclical; it always comes in cycles. So even if this is their version of ending the brand split, give it four or five years, the brand split will happen again. Yeah, which works sometimes. Yeah, I mean the beginning of it typically is very good. It's typically very bad. Yeah, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get a wild card roll. Wild card. That was a wild idea. Hopefully he's going to have like a machine body the next time he comes out. Terminator McMahon. But, so where they have such brand identities, especially before the wild card rule, where, you know, Raw is Raw and SmackDown is SmackDown. And, you know, they kind of talk trash between each other, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously company trash. It's not like super bad trash. But still looks yeah. Like SmackDown's better, Raw's better, especially gearing up for Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. And where they're really trying to sell that brand loyalty, like, are you Raw or are you SmackDown? So I'm just curious as to how much where they've ingrained that here the past while. Yeah. If sometimes that doesn't make people be like, well, I'm just going to watch Raw or I'm just going to watch SmackDown. Yeah, and... Because the storylines were kept so separately, so like... Right. Well, and I wonder, hmm. too, with the drafting... And having certain superstars only on Raw and having the other superstars only on SmackDown, how many times people were like, well, I'm not, I don't like anybody on Raw. I only like these people are on SmackDown, so I'm only going to watch SmackDown every week. And then that screws up your numbers for Raw. But I think 
not well, the wild card thing is just stupid to me. I think not having the brand split, you might have somebody who like is just like loves Kevin Owens, and they're like, you know, Kevin Owens is on Raw, and then he might also be on SmackDown this week too. So I'm gonna watch in case he's on here. I mean, I think you have you might have that to your advantage not having a brand split. I don't know that. I mean, and I, I think there are advantages to doing both. I mean, because you, you do get that, you know, the brand loyalty stuff for, throughout your series. But I think you could still build up a good feud, not in, maybe not between Raw and SmackDown, but between a good heel team and a good face team. Well, like, you know, and I, That's what it all, series for, for me, it all goes back to 92 War Games. I mean, you know, it all goes back to War Games. <laughs> I've been talking about this shit for 27 years now. <laughs> but it, but it seems like a conspiracy theory after a while. It all comes back to War Games. You weren't even born. I know. <laughs> your best twinkles in your mother's eyes. So, <laughs> actually, they honestly, they probably had just gotten, well, was before she started having kids at 16. <laughs> they probably had just gotten pregnant with you, actually, because your birthdays are in July, and this was in November of 92. I mean, June. No, no, no. <laughs> November, sorry. <laughs> sorry. November of, November of 92. Hey, so maybe, maybe. Maybe. Maybe our moms and dads watch four games and they're like, <laughs> well, it, they would have already been pregnant during war games. Anyway, so where you had the Stink Squadron, which was obviously a whole face team, and then the Dangerous Alliance, and you had obviously a full heel team, which it would end up being that, it would just about have to be that anyway. Well, not necessarily. With Raw and SmackDown teams. I don't know. I just like, you know, and it just goes back to the whole good versus evil trope. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I, I wish they would do War Games. I think that would be great. Well, no, I'm glad NXT does War Games. Yes. Uh, I do have one more question before we run to the women's division. <laughs> So, Undertaker being back. Yes. I know we've had a lot of discussions about his pay-per-view appearances. How do you feel about him actually kind of being in the storyline? Uh, he's old. I don't know. He is, but he didn't cut that bad of a promo. Well, I'm not even week. saying that. I'm just saying you're putting him in these storylines where he might have to do a little... Little... A little extra. <laughs> Just a little extra. I feel like it's a little extra. I love that movie. I I feel like character yeah. work wise, he's doing good. Oh yeah, I think he's great. And I, 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 the promo that he cut on. Is that SmackDown or wrong? Which one was he on? I don't. Whichever one. I think yeah. So he, Alex, you know, I, let me start over with actual words. When he is cutting a promo, and even well, I guess especially as long as he's been doing it, I get like lost in it. Like I forget that I'm 
watching wrestling, you know, or watching like a you know a sports entertainment thing. <laughs> and your character trends into wrestling, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like people that would. Normally, it's bigger than that. Yeah, exactly. Well, and he's probably one of the most iconic. If you've never watched a wrestling match in your life, you probably at least know, know who the Undertaker, Undertaker is. Stone Cold and The Rock are. Yeah. Yeah. If not some other, like, Rick like Yeah. Which, uh, and they, they, they're more from an old, you know, a little bit older generation. Yeah. Of, like, Rick Flair, you know, Randy Savage, and Hulk Hogan. But, you know, the last, the better part of the last 30 years, you know, it's been Undertaker, Undertaker, Undertaker. And his promo, he still hasn't, he hasn't lost his touch with his promos. I just worry about him. And I, I'm not going to say this isn't, I'm not trying to knock his age. I'm trying to just address my concern for him being in the ring with someone who is not as experienced as him. Like Drew McIntyre. And uh, you know when you when you do something like a tombstone pile driver or whatever, like it's, it I'm not going to say it's fifty fifty between the person performing and the person taking it, but there is it's a it's a joint effort. Well, he did drop Goldberg right on his neck. Yeah, <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, uh, that's well, that's kind of yeah, like yeah. No, but it was good. But but I just. I'm not gonna say this this current run is making me excited. Um, I really enjoyed his promo, and I've seen his promos. You said that with second nature him now, and I'd almost argue the opposite because it was the raw 25th anniversary where he came out and literally just cut this long with a promo about nothing that made no sense. Oh well, yeah. That was some bullshit. I will say that that whole raw 25 episode. Yeah, that whole thing was it was a nightmare. Yeah. And I wonder, and you don't know the background behind stuff all the time. Like, did they want him to go for a certain amount of time, or did they? How much notice did he have to get something together? I don't know. Yeah, because he's one of those guys that definitely feel like uh, he gets to say whatever he wants. Yeah, whenever he wants. Yeah. Um, but the, this and and maybe after having been out of practice for so long, that was just him trying to get the rust. Yeah, him trying to mania with Roman, I think. Yeah, him trying to get the rust off of it, and then, but now, I mean, he's been doing it a little more frequently this year. Very true. I'm gonna say I'm getting my hopes up because I'm definitely not. But the promo <laughs> he cut this week, it felt like old Undertaker. He had yeah. that presence of oh shit. He could beat some ass. Yeah. Like him talking about losing respect for Shane and this and the other, like, dude, he used to be fucking crazy. And yeah. Now you're just being a fucking little bitch. And I'm gonna murder you, and that's gonna be that. <laughs> Would it be the worst thing if Undertaker dropped Shane on his head or his neck? I'm gonna say yes, it would be the worst <laughs> thing, because obviously Shane's the best in the world. We can't have the best going to. Right. I mean, the company would suffer. We could. <laughs> would it? Would it? Tremendous losses. Would it? But speaking of Drew McIntyre, though, um, you know, the Tombstone Pile Driver is still used on the indie scene. 
Like, yeah. It's not used in WWE unless you're the Undertaker or Kane. Yes. Um, I don't think they would have Undertaker do it to Drew, and I feel like one of the reasons is just size-wise. True. Yeah. Drew's such a big man and Undertaker's such a big man that I feel like his head, no matter what, is going to fucking, like, doink the... <laughs> doink. Doink. Doink the... I like the... Yeah. Doink. The ring. <laughs> like, also, maybe, maybe too soon. May- also, maybe too soon. After... The Goldberg botch. Now, what I am excited for is to have an Undertaker to Max standoff. Yes. Like when they both tag out or tag in, and it's been too, like, the crowd's gonna fucking go nuts. But we're just gonna have to wait and see the match. Like, yeah. Like I said, I'm not getting my hopes up. I really enjoyed that promo. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like it had the old Undertaker presence. It, built, mm-hmm. it felt good. <laughs> I mean, it felt good, but we'll. Exactly, but the actual match will it be good? Mm-hmm. And I want to say maybe having it be a tag match will help, but we all know the whole the super super showdown before this last one, where it was Brothers of Destruction versus DX, mm-hmm. and at the end of it, Undertaker could barely fucking stand. <laughs> like, yeah. he literally was on his knees, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, everyone else is in the ring standing, holding each other's hands, and he just falls to his knee, like... I can't. <laughs> I can't nice. even, guys. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> um, I, I hope I hope they do right by him because and we've talked about this a million times, but here lately it's just left a bad taste in my mouth about him yeah. and his legacy. Yeah, well And I feel like it's easy, easy way to take your legacy to keep going. Yeah. I had were I to go back in time to any point to fix his legacy, it would be the Roman Reigns match. I think he should have just retired after Brock. Or... Oh, I'm not saying... I, I mean, I would not have had that Roman Reigns match. I'm not saying back up to that and that'd be the last thing. Oh, no, no, no. Go back and, and redo your retirement match. But it's not even a retirement match. He's back. I know. Like my whole point well, and that's that, the other thing, is stay gone. I think gone. his streak should have ended when he was ready to retire. Yeah. Do the Shawn Michaels thing. And <laughs> honor your legacy. And just fucking be done. Yes. Like, when you were ready to retire, that should have been when you lost the rest of me. You should have lost twice now. If somebody in that rest. house like, just is going to get back in the ring and earn some money, make it be Michelle's ass. We've seen her in the, you know, we've seen her in someone bad worlds. Get your ass up in there. Yeah. I'm the Undertaker. I'm done. <laughs> I'm the Undertaker and I say I'm done. Has <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyone here seen any given Sunday? Oh, sure oh not since I'm like it came out. <laughs> you have seen it though. Yes. Uh, so Dennis Quaid. And he wants to retire, and his wife's like, you're a football player. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, Brendan Taylor, he's like, I want to retire. You're a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing you're good at. Go do it. You are a sports entertainer, entertainer so go put, enter, your, enter, <laughs> put your, your sports turn. pants on and go entertain some fucking people. He's like, oh, I'm going to put on my trench coat. My duster. <laughs> 
Like, oh, I left I'm going to take her. The poop floor is not a hamper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my guy. This the poop. Oh, the floor is not a hamper. Before we do Sorry. decide to wrap this up, um, women's division. So, a couple of things. The Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Bailey thing. Mm-hmm. I hope they do good by Nikki. That's all I'm gonna yes. say. Yes. I, I, I just, that's the only thing. I bring her up just to bring her right back down. Like, I absolutely agree, but I also have to say, I think they're doing right by Bailey. Yes. Yes. Bailey has looked good this past. Since she's won the money in the bank, she's got a different Bailey. She a different Bailey. It's not a 180 game. turn, like. We, you want her to go full on But it's like you could take her a little more seriously. She's acting more serious, yeah. so I can take her more serious. Yeah. And one of the issues we always had with her wasn't with her wrestling. Bailey actually is a very strong wrestler. Mm-hmm. It's your character fucking sucks. <laughs> whereas, with, whereas with Sasha, we always have the complaint that your character is there, but your wrestling's not there. <laughs> and pull my ponytail to the side <laughs> in honor. I don't think you can be. Oh. <laughs> the sleaziest of G's. <laughs> With a side ponytail. I need the sleaziest of 80s G's and put it fully on the side. But I'm curious to see if that's going to go... I think I think they're going to make Nikki the babyface in that situation. But I'm curious if Alexa's going to get the belt by nefarious means. And then Nikki's going to take this it. time or not even this belt. But at some point... Getting a belt by yes. various means, then Nikki's gonna be like, "Well, that that was right. I've done all these things, and you can't even win." I'm, I'm not sure because I feel like it's either gonna be that or uh, Lexa's gonna turn on Nikki beforehand. <sighs> either way. Either way, whatever they do, I hope they make Nikki look strong. Somehow, yes, they need to. Well, I'm not going to lie. Because I I, it's Bailey versus Alexa at Extreme Rules again. Mm-hmm. As of right now, because you never know, weekly shows, things change all the time. Can change yeah. your opinion. I think uh, Bailey will retain. I yeah. think if anyone's going to take the belt off of Bailey, it's going to be a returning Charlotte, which we will get to her here to see. But, uh, I, I just don't know how they're going to work this quite. Because you have all these people telling Nikki, like, hey, you're being manipulated. And she's yeah. like, Alexa, stuff yeah. like that. So I'm just kind of curious as to at what point she's going to realize that there's going to be something that happens that either Nikki's going to be like, nah, or Alexa's just going to turn on her and be like, fuck you. Yeah. I think. Which maybe it is at Extreme Rules. Maybe. Alex loses and it's just like, well, fuck you. Yeah. I could see, okay, yeah, I could see that leaving Bailey as the champion, keeping her strong, having Alexa lose, having Alexa turn on Nikki, breaking Nikki from being sweet Nikki to back to crazy, crazy Nikki. Nikki. Yeah. And then you have And then you have a feud that you could work on leading into 
maybe leading into SummerSlam and have a women's match that's not a title match. Because they should do more of that. I feel like that's the next step for women. I think at SummerSlam, you need to have a Raw women's title match, a SmackDown women's title match, the tag team women's title matches, or women's tag team title matches, and then another non-title women's match. If anything, it could be a number one contenders match. It could be a tag team match to determine the tag team. Number, number one, one contenders. contenders. Yeah. Let's do it. Like, literally, you okay. that. But literally, I feel like at this point where you're trying to grow the women's division, mm-hmm. and you already have the men's division, you got to start splitting this a little 50-50, especially at your big four. Like, not some of them they have. The Royal Rumble, you know. Royal Rumble's so long, so. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have a men's one and women's one. They get that. Yeah. Money in the bank, you know, men's one, women's one. Okay, hey, that's what 50 50. But like mm-hmm. SummerSlam, you don't have any sort of stipulations, you don't have any sort of anything. Slam it's just it down hard, the like, so. <laughs> right? Just slam it down the summer. It's almost done. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> summer. So, also, uh. Speaking of by summer, Summer Ray, um, for- formerly in the WWE, is. Uh, mm-hmm. She's gonna be at Fanboy Expo. Huh. One of the old divas got arrested for DUI not too long ago. Oh, like, was it somewhere? Because if you have to be there and you slide up to her, I want you to be like, that's a DUI charge right now. <laughs> hey, if you up for some drinking and driving later. <laughs> yes. Um, but so uh, where I said Charlotte. So she's obviously been off TV for a while. Hanging um, up. Sucking up the rays. Apparently just in Mexico all the time with Andrade. Yeah, that's what it seems like. I understand her. Like... <laughs> But at the same time, like, uh, I feel like for a while we were kind of upset yeah. because she kept getting title shot after title shot after title shot. But is it weird now that I miss her? You're like, I need Charlotte because she puts on good <laughs> fucking matches and you're excited when she's fighting for it because she's good at what she does. Well, no, no, no. Like, my complaint was never with the matches. Well, yeah, it was just that it was always her and they wouldn't give anybody an opportunity. But no, I get it. But, she's but at this time now, I'm just kind of Bring your back. Like, maybe, maybe you get it now. You're going to do it for five months, then we'll be upset again. But, but I want her back. But I want her back. <laughs> okay, so, apparently back in February, Sunny uh, was charged with a DWI. She was. Okay, yeah. But also, back in 2015, July of 2015, she was arrested for a DUI. Oh. She's a little, see a little pander, pattern in her behavior. I bet she she leaned out of that window so Regan and Boo was being like, how's funny? <laughs> and the cop was like, hi, hi you're going to jail. <laughs> yeah, okay, you're going to jail. That's what she's doing. But yeah, I, I miss Charlotte, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think Becky can can carry Raw. Uh, uh, to her, I, I know, I think she can, but I also think that this uh, thing like... You mean... And the way they're doing it, I think it might ruin it. It's kind of already annoying I wouldn't me. mind it. Um, I'm also excited because apparently next week they've already announced that uh, Andrade and Luna Vega are going to fight Seth and yes. Becky, which I think will be very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a fan of this whole mix, mix match tag team matches. Because whereas on the end of scene, you have the intergender matches. Where, yes. Which they kind of did this week where Becky tagging out Mike. Mike but. <laughs> At the same time, I'm pretty sure I could tap out my nose. At mean, the same time, 99.9% of the time in the WWE's mixed match tag matches, if the man's in, the other man has to be in. If the woman's in, mm-hmm. the other woman has to be in. That's how it goes. 
And that's what bothers me. Yeah. I think if you were talking about them on air and they kept having those little moments backstage with Seth and Becky, uh, I would be fine with that. I don't like that now you're trying to make title matches with a... Mm. That I do agree with. I don't like the, the mixed match. Yeah, like if you tag, do that mixed match, tag match, winner take, winner take all. Universal Raw Women's Champion match. Yeah. Because for one thing, it does actually have me a little scared that Lacey and Baron might win. Because that's going to set you up your SummerSlam. Mm hmm. Which is fucking ridiculous. If that's SummerSlam, then I'm. <laughs> I'm slightly done. But if, again, if beforehand, we were keeping. Are you going to be all out? <laughs> <laughs> Not all out, because um, this week's Raw actually was very good. It, yeah. It was. It was surprisingly good. And so good. was SmackDown. SmackDown was very good. But, uh. <sighs> Pay-per-view-wise, it's just cringy. But, like, beforehand, where they were... Everyone knew they were together, and they were having these little moments backstage, and that's mm-hmm. fine. You know, get your money worth, I guess. But they were separate. You know, she was fighting her matches, he was fighting his matches. Yeah. Even with the Lacey Evans thing at Stomping Grounds, which I thought was actually kind of smart, that's fine, but going forward, you keep it separate. Like, yes. She came out because someone low-blowed her man. Like, no, we're not, mm-hmm. we're not doing this, and now you're doing it. We're not doing this. No one loves no, my man, but we're me. doing um, But I think the last thing I do have is the women's tag belts. So, um, actually, this past week, WWE was in Japan. Mm-hmm. And the Kabuki Warriors, a.k.a. Asuka and Kyrie Singh, won their match. So they do have a title shot, I believe, at Extreme Rules. If not, I would imagine it's. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who fucking knows? I don't know what's going on anymore these days. But uh, nobody does. So first off, I would just like to. Does anyone else feel like the women's tag belts have just been shown like? Yes. Such a complete disrespect. Yeah. Disrespect. Yeah. It's like. It's like, these girls keep asking for these fucking tag belts. Just, just give it to them. Just give them one. I feel like they just gave it to them without belts. any sort of solid plan going forward. Right. And to me, that's not fair. Alright, uh, so yes, women's uh, tag belts. I feel like they didn't have a plan with them once they made them. I feel like their plan was, we'll put them on Sasha and Bailey, And they did that. And it was okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually don't hate the Iconics. Um, I feel like the Iconics get a lot of hate. Mm-hmm. I like them. Yeah, I do, I do too. I, I well, and they were the an icons. established yeah, tag team. that was the whole point. So it made more sense. I get that. All I'm saying is, like, they were literally showcased almost every week. Yeah. And now you barely even see them. Mm-hmm. And even on top of that... Storyline-wise, I feel like Sasha and Bailey didn't really have storylines. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> Storyline-wise, I don't honestly, think you have... Honestly, it's their fault. I just feel like they kind of just showed up, and they are like, this you're fighting, and they are like, okay. And then lost it to the Iconics, and that mm-hmm. was that whole fucking debacle and drama, which yeah. we're still not sure what's going on with. What is Sasha doing? I mean, she's still in a contract, so... Waiting out her contract. She's either trying to wait it out. Tweeting or, dumb things. Right? 
That's all I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Just... Other things, I'm not sure. I honestly yeah, don't sure. know what Rick Brack is doing. I just, I don't know. I just honestly don't understand why you would have made those belts without a solid plan going forward. At least for a year. Yeah. And I mean, I understand injuries happen and stuff like that. There have been no injuries. Yeah. Nothing, anything like that. That would have fucked up your plan that bad. So the titles changed hands. Is that super? No. They just changed hands. For the... In Japan, right? No, no, no. It's for a title shot. Oh. They didn't actually get the titles. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, I think so. Asuka and Kairi Sane should take it off of them. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand your point of pairing Paige with them if you don't Right, but and it's also like, where have they been? I mean, you really have to Raw or SmackDown, either mm-hmm. the Iconics nor the Kabuki Warriors yeah. were on the show. Yeah. And like you said, you have five hours of wrestling stories. Main roster TV time every week. Five hours. You should be able to at least touch on every title picture you have, and storyline around the titles that you have going on. And to be honest, if that's all the storylines you have, that's fine. Yeah. I mean... To me, that's where things are getting lost in the shadows. It's like, your belts are your main priority, right? That's yeah. your main storylines. That's mm-hmm. why that's how you people want them. People need them. Well, that's here's how you, you sell replica titles. Like, well, this is that are $400. Like, nobody's going to pay here's, $400 here's for nothing. Here's what you don't need, well, is you don't need Shane McMahon's face on fucking TV every week. I agree. You don't. If you're booking your talent properly, and you're writing storylines properly, and you have title pictures with good storylines and good booking, you don't need fucking Shane McManahan's, and you don't need... I mean, I'm not saying the only storylines that need to be featured or whatever are, are title once. I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying... You're saying they should be featured at least once a week. Yeah. On one of the two shows, I mean... I mean, I get having a week off or something like that, but like... Yeah. But be consistent with it. Whatever you're doing, be consistent. And... Because like Shinsuke Nakamura had the US title. I feel like he was on TV for a fucking month. Yeah. Which maybe it's a good way to hang on to your title. I don't know. I don't maybe, know. Maybe we... Maybe more people should start doing that. It's just, yes, Samoa Joe, maybe if you just kept your fucking mouth shut and sat down in the back, you'd still have your U.S. title. I'm fine, guys. I'm back here. I'm fine. I'm going to play some videos. Yeah. Like, you're, like, sitting on your belts in a boutique. And it's like... It's like, yeah, Joe, maybe if you just played it cool, you would have held on to your title longer. But, no, don't worry, because now we're going to put you... In the WWE Championship title picture. Which makes... I mean, even Kofi... Kofi even said that. You lo- What have you done? You lost your US title. To Ricochet. I think Joe belongs in the title picture. I think yeah, it shows but... a shitty time to thrust him up into it. But in yeah. the school days, that's how it was done. You lost your mid-card title belt. You probably had... A match or two between hands, yeah. get some momentum back, and then you challenged. But it was like immediately was, after he lost it. Like, it was too soon. She was like, He wasn't ready. Right here. Mm-hmm. He wasn't ready. But as far as star quality and caliber go, Joe deserves to be in the picture. 
he does deserve to be in the no, but I in the top. He does. He, he does deserve to be in a title picture. But how many times have we said Braun Strowman deserves to be in a title picture? With as much as they want to push him. Oh well, yeah. But you know what? You have two big titles. That's very true. You also have an IC title. You have a US title. Braun Strowman has had a single fucking one of them. Starting to think that Strowman's starting to get damaged beyond repair. Uh, yeah. I have that fear. Yeah. Hopefully, with Eric yeah. Bischoff and Heyman, maybe one of them can try to build him back up. But back, back to the the women's tag belts. I just I don't know. As a woman, mm-hmm. I feel like if you were going to do this, and you didn't even really do this, is that you should have built up a women's tag division before you <laughs> draw the right. belts in. But I feel like you were trying to like a month out. You remember, like, all of a sudden... Scrambling. Right. All these women being paired together, all of a sudden you were like, I don't Mm -hmm. know what I'm doing here. That's when all the buzz really started. Like, the buzz had been there for, like, a year. But that's, like, when it really started getting, like... Yeah. Shit's going down, guys. Yeah. And you did that for a month, and then we had Tech Belts, and then Sasha Bailey won, and then the Iconics won at Mania, and then now you've literally done nothing. Not a single thing. And your women's roster... I mean, deep. Like, you have enough women that you aren't using that you can make tag teams. Dana. Dana and Natalia. Yeah. Natalia and Beth, which are a tag team. Naomi. Naomi um. and anyone. Sonia and Mandy. Mm-hmm. And Carmella, what's she doing? She's just hanging out with our dream. Carmella and Naomi would make a great tag. Well, I think they Does it matter? Does it matter if they're their own anymore? They sort of... They, didn't they kind of do that at one point? When they were throwing all these women together, didn't they? Have yeah, it? they did. That's my whole point. Is that you uh, the fabulous glow? Yeah, you yeah. throw women together and you just check kind of. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. See, so at this point, yeah. where you're not even really featuring the belt a whole lot besides the iconics fucking beating jobbers yeah. and just walking around backstage with the belts on. Like besides that, and I again love the iconics, but I mean, come on, at some point, fight someone. But even besides that, you're not even building up your tag division. Like, you had the Riot Squad, and then you split them all up with the fucking brain slip, and now there's mm-hmm. wild card rules, so I don't even know what's going on. It's so confusing. It really is. confusing. So many layers. I would just like the tag belts to be featured and be featured properly, and that's the women's one, though, but also the Raw one and the SmackDown men's ones. Like, oh, oh. Let's get back to some good tag team wrestling, guys. Yeah. And not because I haven't done that. I mean, the Uso's new debut was fucking fire. Dave, let's do that again. Right? I like, I'm just honestly be like, let's just do it again. Don't make us wait till the Street Profits come up. Like, come on. <laughs> give us some good shit. Yeah. Let's not have the revival fucking shaking each other's backs. Even though it was funny. <laughs> well, and that's what I mean. Like, they're spending all this time on this silly shit every week when they could be doing something worthwhile building up stories that actually make sense and mean something. And there are stories that deserve to be silly. Like, that's always yeah. been a thing. Well, I mean, because you have, like, your Heath Slaters and your heavy machinery that are going to be, you know, goofy. But they can and... still be serious tight teams when it comes yeah. to the actual wrestling. That's the whole point. It's like, yes, you can do that. You can have the silly shit, but, like, actual matches? Mm-hmm. And I've purged for this week. 
feel better about myself. That's not what you guys do. Can we split up? Can we split <laughs> Can we split up Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins? Put Kurt Hawkins with Heath Slater as a tag team called them the Gingerbread Man. Yes. <laughs> can we not do that? <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Yes, automatically. Yes, sold. <laughs> you can't catch us. Done. Gingerbread Man. Like never actually. Cena. Dan Heyman. It would be a weird. World. Because people come to me like, what about this? Mm-hmm. And be like, yes, go fly my butterfly. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> You're just doing finger guns. That's exactly what I would need. The current case is all about the finger guns fanatics, in case you haven't found out, because you can't, just can't see me. But literally, I finger gun like nine. She's pew pew. She is pew pewing everywhere, as is your queen bee. <laughs> But just shooting up the place. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you just started spinning your hands. <laughs> I was lose my wild shit. card. Probably <laughs> should break. Couldn't sign out. Just be like, it's done. It's done. Yeah, it's I think gone down. I think my hands are broken. She do like the X Files. She's got no bones. <laughs> well, I think that's that's about all we have to talk about yeah, this night. I think so. Well, shall we sign off? Sign off. Sign off. For next sign we up, hope you had a pleasant episode because we have. Sign off. Just sign off things. Thank you. Is this like me getting played off stage? Sign off. Sign off. Sign off. Sign off. It's better than a clown with a broom. <laughs> well, I mean, golly. No. Think all of it. Yeah. Well, so instead, you get her singing. Someone would shit break. I would, I would leave. <laughs> Deuces. In this situation, you're the clown. <sighs> well, for next, we are going to actually sign off. Uh, as always, please feel free to follow us on all of our social media. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Search Three Fans in the Pod. You'll see the big cool belt with microphones, side plates. Click it, like it, follow it, love it. Comment on some things. We post a lot of good stuff. Uh, post a lot of articles. We also post how you get to these episodes. Good stuff. Like it, love it. We're awesome. And as always, uh, the most important places you could ever find us are the places you can hear our Dang. fantastic voices. And those places are Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Again, you get into those apps or on your laptop to search three fans in a pod. Big old belts, microphone side plates. Doodly doodly doodly. It'll say three fans supplies. You pull it, you go listen to it, and then you'll be like, wow, these girls have such great opinions. Maybe I should continue listening to it. Maybe I should. <laughs> maybe I should. Maybe they will all make some comments on it. And maybe, maybe. Say, hey, you guys are great. Maybe. I love you, and maybe you're feeling financially weird. responsible this month and you want to give us money. Maybe you're in Vince's inner circle and you happen to listen to our podcast. You stumbled upon it one day. You're like, we should hire them and also give them money. Yes. <laughs> and I'll hire them and give them money. But, Fanatics, if you like what you hear and you would like to directly give us money, please always feel free to visit our Patreon page. Uh, you can go to patreon.com forward slash all over case. We have different reward tiers. Go in there, check them out. Pretty cool shit. If you're feeling you're a little financially responsible this month, maybe you got some extra dip. <laughs> if you like to throw it our way, that'd be great. 
uh, for us, that helps go towards subscription fees to the websites where we put this out. (laughs) That it's not cheap. And also, uh, better equipment. Things like that. Maybe some beer. Maybe some alcohol buns. We do like to drink. And as always, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, perhaps about where your money's going, you can always email us at 3 at gmail.com, all lowercase, all one word. Seriously, though, email us. Comment on some things. Give us some topics of discussion. Ask us some questions. Talk to us. Talk to us. <laughs> We're so lonely. <laughs> we have no friends. Other than us. Talk shit to the to the birdie bee. No. She's the worst. No. Oh. I'm the best. She's the worst with three belts. I I three belts. <laughs> you guys called me the worst. <laughs> well. Um, with reason. Uh, no, Alright. Bring me down. We're out, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Stay classy. Yeah. Classy.